Welcome to Show Up and Surrender. This is a podcast about life, the good, the bad, and everything that can happen in between. From those big life-changing events to something from your day-to-day routine. My name is Biddy. I'm a yoga teacher and I live in the Netherlands. I'm very excited to share the conversations that I have with you. How do you show up and surrender for yourself? Showing up by giving yourself what you need and surrendering to the current moment instead of always striving to be better or looking towards the future, I invite you to every now and then be in the here and now with me for just a moment. I hope this podcast will feel like you are sitting next to me at my kitchen table with your drink of choice, having a good conversation. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone. And I'm really excited because I am uh, very honored to introduce a good friend of mine named Zanina, and she's sitting right across from me. So we're you can't see, but we're grinning pretty bigly <laughs> at each other. And we thought we'd try a little different approach than what we usually do, because usually I ask people to introduce themselves, but I actually wanted to dive right in with Zanina because I wanted to explain that I invited her to the podcast mostly because she did something last year that to me is such a wonderful example of showing up for yourself and surrendering to yourself. So hi. Hi, thank you for this beautiful introduction. I'm so happy that you're here and that we're doing this. You took a decision last year that was pretty big and I know a little bit about it but of course the people listening who do not know you are probably curious by now. Can you tell us a little bit about the big life change that you made really? Yeah of course yeah. Um, Last year four years ago I started my own um, hair salon. Been Mm -hmm. a hairdresser for almost 20 years. I was a big step starting for myself and during I I think the first lockdown um, during the COVID period, it was like a big change. Like I had my salon for two and a half years. I had to close with all my uh, employees and it was like, okay, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? And um, the funny thing is that right before the first lockdown, I started a masterclass in mindfulness Mm -hmm. and it was one of my first introductions with meditation and during that period and the first lockdown I was getting familiar with the meditation and the mindfulness and gave me so much peace of mind and um, that period was like a really life-changing thing for me instead of like being stressed that the salon was closed I felt a lot of inner peace and rest and uh, it made me think like okay what do I want to do is this what makes me happy and um, well we had two other lockdowns and they were all okay we um yeah we worked through it but for me yeah last year i decided like okay i love what i'm doing i love my work but is this what really really makes me happy and yeah turning inwards and just asking myself that question i decided that i um wanted to yeah sell my salon and choose another path I think I just want to explain to people listening, just in case you don't know Sunina and you don't know about her salon that she uh, had in Delft, it was a big, big, big success. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a thriving salon. It was always busy. And 
it was my, one of my favorite places mm -hmm. to go to as well, because that's how we met. Mm -hmm. We met in your salon. So it's not like you decided to to step away from something that wasn't a success because it was even with the lockdowns and everything it was a thriving salon right yeah, yeah and that was the that was the, that's the beautiful thing because that was what a lot of people were asking like oh oh you sold your salon oh that's too bad because of covid i'm like no it didn't have anything to do with covid or not being a success and it's like it's one of the most beautiful things i've ever done because it was really yeah, part of me and my baby and I it was really also something that was really close to my heart. We were like sustainable and I was like really on connecting with my clients. And and so, so yeah, it was a really big success, but I was like, the, especially the connecting part, like I want to do more with that than just being on the on the floor and doing hair. And I had beautiful conversation and a lot of like, a lot of my clients became friends and a lot of beautiful yeah. connections. But for me, it was it was like, is this what I want to do the rest of my life? And I was like, hmm, no, I don't think so. And now's the chance to just take a leap and figure out what I want to do. So, yeah. I, I love that so much because I think, for one, knowing that you need to tune in to see if what you're doing is actually the path that you want mm -hmm. to be on. That's already such a courageous step and something that is not an easy thing to start diving into, right? Diving inwards in that way. It's not something that I think we're taught on in school mm -hmm. or it's not like how people uh, are used to dealing with life, especially when it's going well. We're used to diving in when things are rough or when you're going through trauma or, you know, there's many reasons why people support diving deep and checking with yourself if you're okay but it's not quite common to do it when the business that you built is thriving and you even make it through two years of crazy COVID still doing really well so I love how you said that mindfulness came on your path right before mm -hmm. which is I, I, I don't know we talk about this quite a lot yeah. I don't think there's <laughs> such a thing as coincidence no. it's probably meant to have <laughs> yeah. come on your path so Thank goodness for that. When we had, um, we talked a couple of, I think it's over a month ago now, mm -hmm. we had a we had a walk and we talked a lot. And then that was right before I recorded the episode with Marcella that yeah. started off this season. And when I was recording with Marcella, Marcella said that deciding to step back from show up and surrender was a decision she made by herself without uh, consulting anyone else. Mm -hmm. And that reminded me of the conversation I had with you because you literally said the same thing. This was a decision I had to make by myself without anyone else's opinion weighing in because I needed to know what I wanted and not what people thought. And I think a powerful thing to do, but I think also a really hard thing, right? Because we're so used to calling a friend and saying, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And not so much because you need their permission or anything, but because sometimes it helps to hear other people's opinions. But but for you, it was a conscious choice, I think, right? To do this by yourself. Can you yeah, tell the, us about the that? The funny thing is like, it, it all came together. Like I, I felt the doubt. I was like, what do I want to do? Is this what makes me happy? It's a success. So why should I stop? And like during a conversation that I had with someone, it just came out that I was like, oh, 
I have my salon in Dell, but I know, oh, I want to go to Rotterdam. And the moment that I said that was something, it, it came out of nothing. I was like, oh, so my subconscious is thinking this. And I started thinking, and it's been a process. I think like the last year, I went up and down and mm -hmm. back and forward and seeing, okay. And the moment that everything fell into place was the moment that I was, I had a conversation or a meeting about the salon and I got the offer so I could step back at the beginning of the year. And it was like three weeks before the end of uh, 2021. Mm -hmm. So I also, I already decided for myself from the 1st of January, I'm not going to be in the salon anymore, not on the floor, but it was still going to be my, um, partly my salon. I had uh, an amazing business partner and, um, but yeah, it gave me, of course, more peace of mind and rest if I could really step back. But there wasn't the opportunity yet. And three weeks before the end of the year, I had a meeting and I got like an offer. And I walked out and it was something that came out of nowhere. And um, I called my sister and I was talking to her and telling about the meeting. And I told the story and I started crying. And I was like, wait, just just. I just realized what just happened and and I asked her that did this just happen did I just got an offer and she said yes I said okay wait wait a second I'm gonna hang up and I called back and uh, I said well the meeting that we just had I don't have to think about anything because we had some options and so like just think about it and um, and he said well you don't have to think about what I'm like it's okay I'm gonna do it and it just it just felt like it was such a inner knowing mm -hmm. that it was correct that I was like, if I'm going to start asking people or calling people, or everybody's going to have an opinion. And I was like, am I going to choose uh, for my happiness or am I just going to hold on to like being right or wanting more or wanting something different? It's like, no, I felt like an inner peace and an inner knowing that this was okay. And I was like, yeah. That's without, amazing. Without, yeah. And I'm still happy that I made that choice by myself because I know everybody that gives you advice or they do it out of the best of their own heart. And the, But there's always, yeah, nobody knows what I was feeling. or yeah. So, and for me, it was like, it feels so, yeah. That's good. amazing. Yeah. Especially feeling that and then being able to trust it. Yeah. Because I think maybe all throughout life, every now and then, people will have maybe a little bit of that feeling mm -hmm. where you just instinctively know that you want to do something like this gut feeling. But to be able to trust it, that's the step that's really hard sometimes, right? Because sometimes your gut feeling tells you to do something that goes against everything that you know to be right. So to be able to trust that and just hang up on, on your sister and say, I'll call you back and take the offer I think that's amazing yeah especially also because I just want to point out you didn't have another plan you didn't know what you were going to yep. do after this which makes it something I, I love that you made that choice because it's such a bold choice to just know okay so this is not what I need to be truly happy I don't know what will but I'm just going to open myself up to possibility. Is that what, that's yeah. what you explained to me then, right? And one thing was really clear to me that I didn't have the space in my head and in my schedule mm -hmm. to take that step back, tune in with myself and really figure out what I wanted to do if I kept doing what I was doing. Yeah. 
so that for me was like a really conscious decision and the same what i said like for me a couple of weeks before or months before the end of the year it was for me really clear okay the first of january 2022 is gonna is a new start for me and no matter what happens i'm not gonna be on the work floor anymore yeah and that was also like a, a scary decision or scary it was like yeah there was so much trust in that decision that everything would fall into place mm-hmm. and it, and it did but it was for me okay it's time to really choose my own path and my own peace of mind so the first of january no matter what happens you're creating I'm, space i'm creating space yeah and, yeah and i think that's one of the most yeah beautiful things i did for myself because by creating that space and now i'm just like we're three months in the new year and mm-hmm. there's so many beautiful things happening and and i agree what you're saying like really trust that everything will fall into place it's sometimes difficult yeah uh but especially the last yeah year year and a half i started to trust more on that gut feeling and just trusting that the universe knows which way you're gonna go and just sometimes it's it sounds strange i was really used to like really to get somewhere really work for it like really and just hanging on and but i now just learned like letting go and just yeah take a step back will create way more than just clinging on to something and hoping that you will get where you want to go so that's something and there's so many things that happen like signs and that i was like oh yeah just trust just lean back and just trust that everything will fall into place it's still i'm just still following that path and just yeah trying to let go and lean back and see what life bring what life brings me and there's so many beautiful things happening now i'm like okay yeah i love how you just gave an amazing definition of what marcella and i have been trying for ever since we started the podcast to find the right way to explain what we mean with surrender but this is it everything you just said that is what we mean when we talk about surrender because i know that sometimes it's hard because we always I, I say we always. I think there's a lot of emphasis in our current society mm-hmm. on making things happen, mm-hmm. right? Like you are in control. You can do this. If you work hard, then yeah. if you put in 100% or, or people will say 1000%, which I hate because 100% is plenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to to be able to step away from that, even though the whole world around you usually works by those rules, mm-hmm. by those ideas, it's the hard choice to make to surrender to the situation and to give yourself time to actually dig in and feel and trust. So I love I love how you explained that. And then I remember you saying that the challenging thing challenging thing now would to not overplan and not to dive mm. fully into something new 2 weeks into the new year but to keep that space open. So can you talk a little bit about how you how you went about making sure that you didn't do that because it's so tempting, right? To just dive into the yeah. next thing. Yeah, and it's it's still, it's still like sometimes it's, it's I don't want to say a struggle, but it's still something, sometimes like, okay, wait, we just had this conversation, like sometimes just surrendering and 
in taking that step back and taking some time for yourself. So the I think the second week of February, I went to Portugal mm-hmm. and I did a really intense one-on-one coaching. And yeah, that was also really interesting because the biggest lesson I learned that week and was also like the main lesson is how can you tune in with yourself and how can you stay connected in the in the present moment and stay connected to yourself yeah and um i noticed that that was a, a challenge for me like always finding distractions and um i, I remember like i think the second or the third day of the coaching it's really intense day and i was tired and i was like okay tonight i'm gonna watch a movie and i I laid down in bed and watched the movie and i told the next day when we had a session i told my coach like oh i saw a really nice movie and he looked at me and he said well we're not gonna do that anymore (laughs) and i looked at him i'm like we're not gonna do that anymore he said no stop like reading books and watching movies and i'm like but 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 what do i need to do then because he said, you just need to be. You just yeah. need to be and, and surrender to the process and what we're doing now and integrating what we're doing now. Being, being in the present moment, feeling what it is. And I was like, but we're we're doing that the whole day. Can't I just take a break? And he's like, no. This week. That sounds super strict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This week is all about like getting connected with yourself. And just sitting with yourself and getting familiar with yourself and the thing what you're doing when you're watching a movie or reading a book or it's not not that that you never can watch a movie or that reading is not okay but it's all things that distract you from the process that we're having now and that was really confronting for me because i'm like yeah i'm, I'm used to being alone but i was like hmm but yeah Nine out of ten times when I'm alone, I'm reading a book, watching a movie, on my phone, doing yeah. something. And he's like, no, just be with you. Such a... And it was like, I was in a beautiful environment in Portugal. And uh, he learned me some beautiful things about how you can stay connected to yourself or how you can connect uh, being in the present moment, like asking yourself, Uh, questions about like what are you seeing and what are you seeing even more are you feeling and what are you feeling even more what are you hearing and it was so beautiful one morning i went to the sea in the morning and saw the sunrise i just sat down in the sand for two hours and just kept asking myself what do i hear and what i and what else what do i hear and what else and then you get like instead of hearing the sea how you normally you you get the dimension and all the different sounds and like it was such a beautiful experience or what are you feeling and you felt the wind on your on your body but i was like oh but this part i feel more wind and this part less and oh i I feel my skin like tingling and oh this part is colder than that part And, and it gave me so much more it got me so much more connected to myself mm-hmm. And the funny thing is like the moment that I'm I'm holding on to something and like wanting to have all the answers and on what am I gonna do? Like you said, how do you prevent yourself from diving into something yeah. by doing this? And and just 
known that then all the answers will come. So the funny thing is every time I'm really looking for answers, I'm not getting them. Yeah. And the moment I step back and tune in with myself, the answers come by themselves, like in my dreams or when I'm journaling or just by the funny thing is um, I had like a, a conversation or a meeting with somebody really interesting, like three and a half months ago and somebody that could really help me by um, with my work. And he asked me to do something, a really cool assignment. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, call me when you're ready. And, and that was three and a half months ago. And I was like, and we didn't speak after. And I was like, oh, when I came back from Portugal, I'm going to call him. You felt ready? Yeah, I felt ready. And it was like on a Friday I came back. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to call on a Friday. I will call Monday morning. Yeah. So I had a list of things I wanted to do. And he was on the list. And I was with my mom on the phone in the morning. And during my phone call, I had like a, another phone call coming in. And I was like, I said to my mom, wait a second I have to put the phone down and take this call and and he called me after three and a half months and I was like okay this is the strangest thing ever because I was thinking I, I needed to call you today it's like yeah but I was also thinking of calling you so yeah here I am and I, I like, love that and yeah it's like okay this is how this is really how it works just taking just trusting that everything yeah. falls into place oh and also not rushing into it Taking, taking those three and a half months to yeah. wait till it feels right in each and every part of you. Because I'm pretty sure your mind three and a half months ago thought, yes, this is awesome. Yeah. And every time I was like, okay, I have to call him. But there was something in me that was like, but I'm not going to do it. But I have to. Back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, there's a reason why I don't pick up the phone and call. So, okay, I'm just going to let it be. Trust. Trust. Yeah. Oh, but that's beautiful. It's, it, it's such a... Um, for me still every time I get that it's such a beautiful lesson and I can say more often now okay okay I can laugh about it every time I get a sign or something happens I start laughing I'm like yes okay universe yes I'm listening I see thank the signs thank you <laughs> thank you yeah yeah instead of always like going back and forward in my head like this is strange or no this is not happening or like okay thank you we don't yeah. have to rationalize everything no. right how do you, because I can imagine that after you were in Portugal for a week, yeah. right? A week of intense coaching outside of your normal environment mm -hmm. in a beautiful setting as well. How do you now try to remind yourself of the lessons that you learned there? Like, how do you prevent yourself from falling back into a rhythm yeah. that maybe you were used to for the past few months? and? Yeah. I think that was for me the most challenging part, especially the moment when I left. I was like, the biggest lesson I've learned, like you can t make a choice out of fear or a choice out of love. Mm -hmm. And fear is never the right one to choose. Yeah. Uh, and the day that I left, I was like feeling a bit overwhelmed and a bit sad. And he's like, what's going on? And like, yeah, I'm so afraid when I go back that I fall back into old patterns. And he's like, okay. So this is out of fear. Do you remember what I said? I'm like, oh yeah, okay, okay. And uh, every time now when I have the feeling that I'm falling back into open, the first thing is what I do if I fall back. I'm like, okay, I'm not that hard on me anymore. I'm like, okay, it's okay. I see what I'm doing. Yes. So just recognizing what I'm doing instead of like punishing myself for mm -hmm. it. 
and um, after each day, after each session, I made a report of what I learned that day and what happened that day and how I felt and and now the moments that are like um, I have the feeling that I'm going back to my old ways. Um, I just go back to my uh, my reflection uh, and so and I just good. just start reading and like going back to that feeling and like. Um, remembering what what we did there and especially not even with my head but with my heart just feel sometimes when i after i read my report or my reflection uh, i just close my eyes and go back into a meditation i was like oh yeah that's how i felt and that's yeah. what happened and uh, so i think two things being less hard on myself when i i uh, fall back into some of my old patterns or, or going back into being like Really in the in the sixth gear, running, 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 mm-hmm. and just yeah, speaking to myself out of love instead of out of punishment. Like, okay, I see what's happening. It's okay. Asking myself the question: What in me makes that I'm doing making this yeah. decision or doing this? And just going back to that week and just reading what I did, and um, and that helps me to stay connected to everything I learned in that week. I love that. Uh, and and the funny thing is also, uh, I I recognize every day more like, sometimes like, oh, but some things are just really already integrated. I look back sometimes at the day and I was like, oh, but wait, I don't have to work for that anymore. It's just now a part of me or especially with things that happening or or things that doesn't go as planned i notice i'm not like worrying anymore and can laugh about it i'm like okay it's okay that's good because sometimes you make these changes but they come they they kind of sneak their way in Mm -hmm. right that you sometimes don't even notice so it's so good to recognize the things that you've already made your own yeah yeah and i do love the part about being kind to yourself because I think we can be so harsh on ourselves, right? Because then we think like, no, I invested this time, this energy, this money in doing this thing and now I came back home and then I forgot about it. And then you can get so annoyed with yourself or angry at yourself. And I think that's the inner critic, yeah, right? That's talking. I recently named my inner critic because I'm in, yeah. I'm part of the uh, a group of amazing women um, called the nourishing circle which i will talk mm-hmm. more about in at another time but they said name your inner critic and i i named mine babette i don't know why but that that, that was just right. her name yeah and in my in my head babette is like hanging on with one elbow on a bar drinking a cocktail mm-hmm. smoking a cigarette criticizing everything about you <laughs> that's kind of like the image of babette in my mind and i i have this like love-hate relationship with her because she also helped me get to where I am, right? And the patterns that you have that you might not want to be in anymore now did get you to where you are now. They served a purpose. At some point in your life, you needed them to do whatever it is that you needed to do. And I think it's easy to judge yourself on, on the patterns that you have, but to be able to recognize the patterns themselves and then recognizing like, okay, I'm going back to it because, I don't know, because you're tired and you forget 
what you need when you're tired sometimes or because you're scared or because whatever the reason is to then sometimes okay i'll be honest sometimes i say fuck off babette (laughs) you know go to something else but other times like oh thanks babette for you know giving me this pattern but i think i need to reassess whether or not i need it to have that that different outlook Mm. on on the patterns that you have to look at it both ways is something that changed a lot for me and i i hear that in what you're saying as well it's okay you, you cannot change the world or your world and the way you do things overnight. Yeah. It doesn't happen like that. And it's interesting because I did um, a yoga teacher training with um, Heart and Bones Yoga. And one of the things that I love that they taught us and she kept reminding us that you don't make changes in big steps. 10% changes maximum per time are proven to be effective because if you change everything in your schedule from Monday to Tuesday and you start the next day with completely different things, you're not going to be able to sustain that because it's just too much change for your body, for your brain to handle. So taking those small steps, 10% max at a time might feel like nothing, but if you do 10% even per month, look where you'll be one, one year from now, right? It's massive. So I, I would be so interested to hear what, what people listening think about inner critics and about um, how you deal with trying to implement change because it's never just this smooth highway that you're following, right? There's always bumps and stuff in the road. That's the beautiful, that's the thing that you're saying right now. For me, such a beautiful thing when you said like change doesn't happen overnight. And... Um, yeah, knowing that the first thing is like just knowing the inner critic and looking at it. And sometimes what you say, like, I I listen to her and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to give her love and attention and say, okay, thank you for this. But I choose to not listen to you today. Yeah. And especially the thing about changing, if I look back now, what helped me a lot was like having a gratitude journal, mm-hmm. just writing in it every day. And if I look back at it now, when I start with, I, I think my, the biggest change for me was the beginning of COVID. Yeah. Um, and if I look back at where I was then and where I am now, and, and sometimes also like just reading in my, uh, reflecting, a lot of reflecting, it helps to see the big steps and changes I already made. And like, oh, it was, it's such an amazing journey and I'm still on it and I think this journey will last a lifetime that's okay but just reflecting back on what I did and looking going through my gratitude journal looking back all the changes that already that I already made and how I'm acting and feeling I'm like sometimes it feels I'm not going fast enough but Mm -hmm. if I just reflect and take a step back I'm like that's not true look at where I was then and look where I am now and I think, I hope that that's a lesson for, or an inspiration for a lot of people. Like just sometimes take a step back and, and reflect on, okay, but where are you now? Where are you coming from? And look at all the steps you already made. Like, and that, that's also why I said one of the biggest lessons I learned in Portugal, being in the present moment. And instead of always working towards a goal, of course, it's, it's good to have goals. Of course. But if, if, you're if the thing that you're doing is always working towards a goal and always running 
for something better and more and then it's never enough and you're never going to be happy and 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 that's something for me still i don't know exactly what way i'm going what my path is going to be the funny thing is somebody just now asked me a question but if you, you were an entrepreneur you're not uh you don't get like any funds or uh, yeah, social security so, or something and <laughs> like what are you living uh, how are you living at this moment yeah. i'm like yeah just at every time something happens something comes on my path and i'm taking the next step and i'm like just trusting what's going on and and just enjoying every time the present moment because it gives me so much peace of mind i'm like okay everything instead of like again what you said like working just jumping in and working towards a goal and yeah yeah I, i i like what you said because it's so tempting to always look ahead or even to stay mm. in the moment but the looking back is such an important part that i think at least for me i tend to skip that quite often because i don't know i feel like i don't have time for that mm. i know which is which of course does not make sense because there's definitely time for, to do that and then every now and then yo my husband is really good at that like he will be like but but look at what you've done like go back five years and see where you were five years ago mm. and then look at what you're doing now and i remember when i decided to become a full-time yoga teacher that was that was such an i i remember saying like this is a long journey mm. and i know that it'll it'll take time to build what i want i i know those words i've said them often but i always felt like i wasn't going fast enough you know like i, know I need exactly to grow faster i need to yeah. grow bigger i in in order to sustain myself in this profession i need to do more do better so i was always looking forward and then a while back ago yes and i were talking and i was so tired but i was thinking about taking on more jobs just because you know i wanted to teach more so i could be out there more so i could build this vision that i have and he's like yeah but look at yourself five you started this five years ago you started with nothing you had no classes nothing you just decided to start doing this and look what you're doing now this is great this is probably more than you anticipated doing i apparently need to be prompted to look mm -hmm. back and i'm so happy and lucky that i have people who help me do that because otherwise i would have gotten stuck in this idea mm -hmm. but but i i cannot pay the full mortgage and all the groceries from the money that i make teaching yoga right now and that is something that's stuck in my mind and the thing is i don't have to pay the full mortgage because we're two people with work so that helps mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm always looking for ways to remind myself to every now and then just take a breath and think back or go back 10 years when I was just practicing yoga and not teaching at all. I was, you know. So I love that reminder and I think it's such um an important thing like maybe every time I set a goal for myself I also need to take that moment like okay, so I want to do a retreat. I'm hosting a retreat and that wasn't on the list but it came now and okay, I'm hosting that. Where was I three years ago? Mm. Three years ago, I was just going to retreats. I was not organizing them. I was enjoying them. So it's it might be nice to couple those together whenever I look to the future, take a moment to look back. Yeah, I agree completely. Because it sounds, what I'm telling is like, oh, every day I'm like in a, oh, on that high and just living my life. But no, I still have the same things. And I said the same thing. Like now I want to do like, 
uh, a course for energy work and mm-hmm. for energy work and I did a Reiki course and I'm, I'm looking at uh, uh, something like holistic coaching or something but the funny thing is I want to I don't want to learn things but I like okay when I started I want to be able to do it that's not how it works like unfortunately okay, no. it's like, not like plugging into the no, matrix like, no <laughs> being, if i want to be like doing a, a course or education or something it takes time to learn it and to integrate it and you don't have to know and can do any everything at the moment you start it takes time it takes yes. so i agree completely with what you said like oh now i'm making that that's still sometimes for me a challenge. Okay, I made a change. Now I'm figuring out what I want to do. But when I figured it out, I want to be able to do it at that moment. Yeah. But no, it doesn't work like that. When I figure out what I want to do, it takes time yes. <laughs> to learn it. And see. <laughs> so I can, yeah, I understand completely what you're where you're coming from. And yeah, it's it's such an interesting way the mind works, right? That you you recognize these patterns and I think that's the big step because I think 15 years ago I would I would have laughed at someone explaining these patterns mm-hmm. to me I'm like ah, yeah, you know I've got this I'm just doing the things mm-hmm. but now with learning more and taking more time to move inwards and I think that's something that you and I really share that we've both made a very conscious choice to slow down enough to notice what's going on inside of you just to know to be able to do that, I think that that is the hard thing, but also think something that comes with time. Like you need to learn how to do that, and then from there, the rest will follow. But yeah, it's it's an interesting journey. It's a really interesting journey, <laughs> yeah. but it's also like really inspiring because for me, the the journey is just starting. And if I look at you, I'm like, wait, well, you took that decision and see where you are now. Look at where you are now and. And for me, that really helps, like looking at at people and not like, I want what you have, but people being an inspiration, like mm-hmm. following their dreams and their path and just saying, okay, I'm going to choose me over everything else. Because if I choose me, I know everything around me will also be more happy, will flow yeah. even better. And like everything will yeah, fall into place. And yeah. so I'm really happy. I'm also really happy that you invited me for the podcast, but yeah. also like always such an, in- it's so inspiring for me when we have our conversations and like, oh yeah, yeah, this is also how it can be. And, and oh, Thank you for yeah. saying that because I actually, I feel the same way towards mm-hmm. you, of course, because I love, <laughs> I don't know what it was because I, I got referred to your salon, I think, what was it? I think you hadn't opened that long, I think, when I came. And I just sat down in your chair and I was like, I remember when the first time this is just this. It just clicked. And I love how you sometimes meet people and you just feel like I I don't know anything about you, but I already know that I love you (laughs) and we're going to be great friends. (laughs) And I, I love that because then you start to get to know someone better and better and I love the way you do things. I just, because that's inspiring to me because you are working on yourself and you're working on making conscious choices. And I, and you do that on every level because one of the reasons I fell in love with your salon is because everything was vegan and animal friendly and conscious. And 
that that attracted me and then of course that comes from the type of person that you are and the values that you have but to see you make these choices and to get to um to walk a little bit with you on that road i i'm loving it so can i ask you to come back in a couple of months and t talk to us about the things that you've been doing now because i think this is a beautiful moment to end mm -hmm. this episode of course but yeah, I think I will not be the only one interested in hearing yeah, what Yeah, I, I don't know if, it, if the people that are listening to the podcast are interested in knowing how my pot will go. But yeah, I'm I pretty sure love, yes. I would love to come back. Yeah. I would love that. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I was kind of a little bit nervous at the beginning. It's my first podcast, but Yay. I'm really happy we did this. Oh, I so am thank too. Thank you for this. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Show Up and Surrender. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information about the podcast and about our guests, go to showupandsurrender.com. On our tips page there, you can also find links to anything that we may have mentioned and ways to connect to our guests. We'll be back soon with another episode of Show Up and Surrender. I hope you'll join us.